I'm sure glad I was always listening to you guys talk about a common game every week. You guys have the best opinion out there. Which one of us? (laughs) It's not a competition, (laughs) Kyle, but it's clearly me. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. On Sunday of GoFest 2021, you can raid till the mill tank come home. Bidoof, you say? Let's make a day out of it. The research breakthrough for July might ruffle your feathers in a good way. It's been three years of GoCast, but who's counting? And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 151. What a mythical number. It's June 29th, yet another Tuesday evening. We're under a a flood warning here in Illinois. Uh, My name is Chris, your host, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hi. Hey, Kyle. Thanks for logging in to the to the recording here today, Uh, even though you're, you know, up to your your nose in water. It's so flooded (laughs) over there. It's okay. We're on the second story. Oh, good. Good deal. You should be safe. That's fine. Just don't look outside. (laughs) You'll be fine. Uh, Anyway, before we get started here, let's do a quick little shout out to four, four brand new patrons of ours. Nick, Dan, Space, Jake, and Cricket. Thank you so very, very much for your patronage. Looking so forward to getting to know you better in the Discord. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Before we talk about our goals, which we're gonna, because that's what we normally do next. Just want to acknowledge the fact that uh, this is our three-year anniversary show. Now, you might be wondering, wow, does that mean we're going to do something special? Well, we have 16 pages of notes. <laughs> <laughs> so that there you go. That's what that is. No, no, no. We've got some really great emails and voicemails from some lovely people at the end of the show. But we're not going to you know, not have a normal show. There's lots of news to cover. We're going to do all of that stuff. Except for Pokalore. We did cut Pokalore, so I guess I'm kind of lying a little <laughs> bit here. But anyway, let's get started here uh, with our goals from last week. Kyle, last week you wanted to catch a shiny Bidoof. No. No. That eluded you. Okay. Bidoof announcement? Question <laughs> mark? Uh, well, the, the announcement turned out to be something we'll talk about later, so couldn't take part in that yet. No, I mean, you <laughs> took part. you took part in the announcement. You read it, right? I, I did read it great and then probably done. forgot it and then read it again. <laughs> well, that's because of the contents of said announcement. I'm sure <laughs> 15 GBL matches. No. 500,000 experience. Oh God. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> no. What? How is that even possible? Did you not log in? Uh, yes. Oh, I mean, okay. no, but I'm, I'm going to be real honest with you. Okay. This last week has probably been the least that I've played Pokemon Go all year. Wow. Like the combination of Regigigas and raids and then <laughs> Bidoof just not being interesting and me not caring about really grinding experience. N- nothing was drawing me to the game this week at hmm. all. And especially it hurts because I already had the shiny for Regigigas, so it's literally pointless for me to raid it. For me, oh, at least. Okay. 
So we're looking at a one out of four, and the one you got was an announcement happened. <laughs> yeah. All right. You that know is, what? It's, we it's, settle. <laughs> we settle for nothing but excellence here on this show. Really, just <laughs> high achieving. No, I understand. Reggie Gagas is definitely overstate its welcome in a way i was really into it the first week i got two shinies and i'm like i'm done i don't need any more of this uh, it's but, just not yeah. interesting at all but i disagree with you on the badoo front but we'll get to that we'll, we'll have to talk about the terrible. event it's kind of unavoidable no it was not i'm having it's the time terrible. of my life okay I, I guess i'll lead with this i'm having <laughs> the best week ever even though i <laughs> outside of pokemon go i'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed with work and i'm losing my mind a little bit it's been nice to log in and be like, that's right. These things are easy to land excellent throws on. There's an experience bonus. Like, I'm just swimming in XP. Anyway, I set goals for myself last week as well, and they comprised of first, two shiny Bidoof. I did do that. I got two of them. Wow. That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive. I'm very first, happy. I was talking about earlier, caught 1,800 Bidoof, didn't get one shiny. Dang, they should come over here and check these Bidoof. I got all the shinies. <laughs> were, they, were, were both of your Bidoofs caught at home? Yeah, yeah, they were. These ones were. I hate you. The shinies were. I did go out twice uh, to farm some experience and catch a bunch, but the two shinies I ended up getting were from home. Yeah. I, uh, I hate and, you. <laughs> I know. I hate you too, buddy. Uh, 20 GPL matches. Uh, I did that. No problem. That was kind of easy. 5 million Stardust, I'm at 5.4. I was down to 5.15 at one point in time. I put a bunch of dust into a perfect Tyranitar. I buffed up one of my Mamoswine. And I did a couple of other things I don't quite remember. But I buffed up. I just, like, buffed a bunch of things. So there we go. Spent a million Stardust. And then 12 million, 12, and then 12 million experience to end my goals here. And I did that. Uh, sorry, get to a total of 12 million experience in the current level that I'm at. And I'm actually almost 700,000 past that right now. Wow. So uh, the XP is good, man. It's good. So four out of four for me, banner week. What a juxtaposition. <laughs> That's very funny. Anyway, great. I guess without further ado, let's hop into the muse. Hey, what's going on? It's the muse. I mean, it's the news. I mean, it's episode 151. It's a mew joke. You get it? I thought it was pretty clever. Um, I didn't come up with it. Kyle's girlfriend did. And we're like, yeah, okay, we'll do that. That's funny. (laughs) So welcome to the muse, as it were. We can only make that joke this episode. We've got several pieces of news we're going to be going through here this week, and they're all kind of bulky. (laughs) There isn't really like a tiny piece of news besides maybe one thing that Kyle doesn't even want to talk about. So we'll probably get through that pretty quick. (laughs) The first thing is, though, together we raid trainers. Ever since we introduced raid battles in the summer of 2017, tens of millions of trainers around the world have raided together to defeat and catch powerful Pokemon. In 2020, we introduced remote raid passes and the ability to invite friends to raid with you from anywhere in the world. Now, in celebration of four years of raid battles and five years of Pokemon Go and three years of GoCast, we are excited to announce the latest raid-related updates. First, updates to raid battles rolling out this summer. Raid battles will see the following updates. Some of us are already seeing some of these, by the way. So if you're like, this is old news. Yeah, it it might be. (laughs) Trainer achievements. Complete certain actions during a raid and you may be featured afterwards. 
art and user experience updates, raids will look better than ever, and various quality of life updates will be implemented. All right. Then we'll go into each of these in a little bit more detail. Trainer achievements are designed to celebrate trainers of all levels for taking part in a raid. For example, at the conclusion of a raid, trainers who dealt the most damage or used a Mega Evolved Pokemon will be showcased for being valuable participants in the battle. Here's a list of some feats that can earn you a trainer achievement after a raid. Delivering the final attack, dealing the most damage overall, keeping a single Pokemon in battle for the longest time of all participants, a.k.a. the guy who dodges the entire battle. No, 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 no. Huh? That's a.k.a. the guy who brings the blissey. And dodges the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) We should be able to arrest that person. Uh, Using the tallest Pokemon among all participants in battle. Bring your tall boys. Joining the raid from the furthest distance. I've gotten that one quite a bit. Mostly because I underperform in raids otherwise. Using a mega evolved Pokemon during the raid. Changing your avatar's clothing or pose. I'd like to come back to that one. Using the most charged attacks of all participants. The first time you earn a trainer achievement, you'll receive a medal that you can level up from bronze to silver and finally to gold. You can even download your trainer achievement card featuring your avatar to share with your friends on social media and more. Okay, I'm going to make fun of a couple of things here. (laughs) Just just in fun as Kyle and I do. But I do want to say up front, this is great. Uh, that's uh, this is great i love it love being able to celebrate things you know it it makes everybody feel like they're valuable in some particular way and i love the idea of being able to download your achievement card and share it on social we've been talking about how cool that sort of feature would be for a long time and it's neat to see it that being said the change in your avatar's clothing or pose one i have not changed my pose or my clothing in several several months me and i've (laughs) and i've gotten that three times already (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so are these like just gimmies or uh couldn't tell you maybe it's just like whoever changed it the most recently in the people that are rating it's it's a weird one let's let's go with that that's a very weird <laughs> uh raid based achievement yeah yeah so you said you haven't really been playing as much did you get a chance to do a raid or two nope i have not done a raid all week like the the Regigigas raid was the last raid I did, so I haven't seen any of these yet. Okay, but with the with the news coming up, I will be, I'll be doing plenty of raids in the future. So it's okay. That's tr- that's true. That's true. We're gonna have to take out a a, a loan for some <laughs> some raids coming up. I'm really excited, actually. Um, well, I'm excited for you to do a raid because a lot of these they did a bunch of visual updates as well, which is what we're getting to here next. Art and UX updates are also coming to raids, and the way raid battles look will be getting a makeover ahead of the summer. The stadium where raid battles take place will have a whole new look, and there will be other visual updates as well. That's live for me in my game right now, and of course we are in the States, so I don't know if it's region-based or not. I believe it is. It looks good. It looks really good. From the countdown to the go, to the way that the rewards go out, except the fact that you can't tap through them. The stadium looks really nice. It all looks really, really nice. And... I'm just surprised at how much of a positive impact it makes to what is otherwise now kind of a stale format. You know, it's been years since we got raids and they've been pretty similar. So lastly, it's going to be an action packed summer trainers. Reggie Gigas, previously available only in EX raids and as a special research story encounter will be available to encounter in five star raids until Thursday, July 1st at 10 a.m. Local time. Grab some friends and take on this legendary Pokemon together. 
Be sure to also follow our social media channels to track the journeys of other trainers as they take on raid battles and be on the lookout for more raid announcements coming soon. How about right now? Because the next piece of news is Pokemon Go Fest 2021 Raid Day. Woo! I can hear y'all's wallets crying from here. Because <laughs> mine just up and left the room and I haven't found it since I read this. And it says, trainers, we've received reports that every legendary Pokemon discovered in Pokemon Go so far will be appearing in five-star raids during Pokemon Go Fest 2021. Strange, right? The only thing strange here is that they said every legendary Pokemon and not most. Anyway, we'll get to that. This sort of thing hasn't happened in the world of Pokemon Go before. So we're just as puzzled as you are. I think they're lying to us. I I think they're building up for a very dare I say it, weak narrative for whatever description they're going to have for this <laughs> okay. event. Okay, okay. Uh, hopefully we'll get some answers during the event as to why this is happening. Please note that it will be challenging to battle and catch every legendary Pokemon in the allotted time frame, so plan accordingly. That sounds like a challenge That's to me. That's weak. It's weakness. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. All of them. All right, so when is this happening? Well, it's happening on the Sunday of GoFest, the second day, which is Sunday, July 18th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. local time. So the entire time we'll have rates. We will have rates. But can I tell you more details about those rates? (laughs) Well, yes. Yes, I can. Legendary Pokemon will be appearing globally in five-star rates. Each Pokemon will be appearing during one of four themed hours that will be on rotation throughout the event. So the first of the four hours is wind hour occurring from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 2 to 3 p.m. local time. It will be comprised of the following five star bosses. Mewtwo, Ho-Oh, Latias, Latios, Regigigas, Altered Form, Giratina, Cresselia, Verizian, and Therian Form, Tornadus. They'll be appearing in five star raids. Now, we're not going to go over these in in super detail about like which ones to look out for and things like that, because we kind of have a section coming up that might outline that for us. So we'll (laughs) save time during lava hour, which is the second hour, and that's occurring from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. and 3 to 4 p.m. local time. Moltres, Entei, Regirock, Groudon, Heatran, Reshiram, Terrakian, Therian, Form, Landorus, and Eveltal will be appearing in five star raids. The third type of hour is frost hour, and this will be happening from 12 to 1 p.m. and 4 to 5 p.m. local time. And we'll sport Articuno, Suicune, Lugia, Regice, Kyogre, Palkia, and Kyurem. And those will be appearing in five-star raids. Plus, Uxi, Mesprit, and Azelf will be appearing in five-star raids in the regions that they normally appear in. So if somebody on the internet misread this or skimmed it and said that you'll be able to get all three of the lake spirits, Please bear in mind, you will have to rely on remote raids from your friends in other regions that correspond with the proper Lake Spirit. Like for us in North America, I know for sure that we have Azelf. So I'll be looking to to get some more of those from some of our other friends in other places. And the last hour is Thunder Hour, occurring from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Zapdos, Raiko, Registeel. Rayquaza, Dialga, Cobalion, Therian, Form Thunderous, Zekrom, and Xerneas will be appearing in five-star raids. As a note, mythical Pokemon will not be appearing in five-star raids. What about Defense Form Deoxys? Stop it! It's a mythical Pokemon. What? Can't, Spoilers. Don't you all have phones? I'm just kidding. 
While all trainers will be able to participate in this raid extravaganza, regardless of whether they have a Pokemon Go Fest 2021 ticket, ticket holders will enjoy the following benefits. Earn an extra 10,000 experience for winning a raid battle. So you get double experience. Spin gym photo discs to earn up to 10 raid passes. These can be used for in-person raids. Complete timed research to earn up to eight remote raid passes. Those can be used to join a raid remotely. And pick up an event bundle containing three remote raid passes. The bundle will be available in the shop on Sunday, July 18th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. local time. So if you didn't catch that, that's the hours of the event itself. So I think we did the math earlier. That's 21 passes, 10 mm-hmm. in person, eight remote, and then three more remote from the and bundle. And then you're two free for the day. And the two free from the day as well. So If you didn't do your yesterday's raid, at least. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about the changes for the exploration bonuses because that is all happening after GoFest. Yep. So it won't include that one. So there you go. Now, Kyle, I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but just which which hour are you looking forward to the most? And give me one of the bosses that you're looking forward to raiding. Lava Hour for me and Reshiram. I, I, I want more Reshiram. Okay. It's, it's real good. I was eyeing Reshiram as well. I don't have a lot of uh, XL candy on that one, and I could really probably use it uh, and get. I, I don't really have a good one. I've got like a ninety six percent one. And I really want to get a ninety eight or a hundo very badly. I'm looking forward to Frost Hour actually because I know a lot of people were looking forward to Uxie, Mesprit, and Azelf. I have at least one of each myself, but they're all trash Ola. <laughs> so I'd really like to get a good one of each if I can snag it. But I really think most of my time is going to be focused on farming like candy and XL candy on some like top DPS chart toppers. Oh, like okay. Reshiram. <laughs> okay. All, all that said though, let's, let's be honest. Both Chris and I are going to do every raid that pops up. Yes. Yeah. Unless there is more than we can actually clear out before they reset, we're we're just gonna do all of them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and if somebody invites one of us and we're not doing a raid, we're probably gonna do that too. <laughs> yep. I'm just gonna raid all day. It's gonna be nonstop. <laughs> so ballpark, how many raids do you think you gotta do? Uh oh, you got geez. twenty-three how, free passes. How many can you do in an hour, do you think? Um like for raid hour, how many do you normally do? Like, you know, 20 if you plan it out right? No, you, I mean, 20 15? if you don't catch them. Yeah, 20 if you don't catch them. Like, so like maybe 10 to 15. Yeah, if you, I, I'd say like 13 if you have enough people. If you have like 20 people, you can probably do like 15. I'm going to say 15 looking, because we will have enough people. Yeah, if you're looking at more like, you know, seven or eight, you're probably looking at more like. 11 raids in an hour so like somewhere between 100 and 120 raids for the entire day uh, that's somewhere in the ballpark i was thinking too. think about all that experience oh my god i'm so excited oh my kyle. god <laughs> i'm so excited kyle jeez. Oh, okay anyway uh we're, we're excited for raid day i think most people are i know this is sort of like a take it or leave it sort of thing people are mm-hmm, like oh mm-hmm. they're just monetizing day two and you know what that's a fair point to make but i think there's a lot of respect being paid to the free-to-play player here that there's, you know, remote passes and regular passes aplenty in the research is going to be getting. So it's not like you have to pay to pay. It's you, you can pay and still get a lot of raids done in the day comfortably. And for those of us that want to wail a little bit like myself, uh, we can do it. 
we have that option. All right. So the most exciting piece of news is next, actually. And I know you were thinking, what could possibly top those uh, other two pieces of news? It's Bidoof Day. And the copy reads, trainers, Bidoof, 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 Doof, Doof, Bidoof, 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 Doof. When is this happening? Thursday, July 1st at 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. local time. Features include... Features that are available throughout the Bidoof Breakout event will be available on Bidoof Day. Bidoof will be appearing in the wild at an incredibly high rate. Bidoof will also be the only Pokemon you can challenge in one-star, three-star, and five-star raid battles. Kyle, you tell me you're not going to do a five-star Bidoof raid just for the meme? I will do a five-star Bidoof raid, yes. Awesome. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Bidoof. <laughs> yes. Mega raids will not be available during this time. That's a shame. Oh, no. That's no Mega shame. Bidoof announcement two mm. generations late. Dang. Uh, Bidoof caught during this time will know superpower, and you'll be able to use a charge TM during the event to teach Bidoof Ice Beam, Shadow Ball, or Thunderbolt. After the event, you can use an Elite Charge TM to teach Bidoof Ice Beam, Shadow Ball, Superpower, or Thunderbolt. Team Gorocket Grunts will have Shadow Bidoof on their teams more often. Get out there and save those Bidoof. Or don't. The Bidoof Cup will be available in the Go Battle League throughout the day. Only Bidoof will be eligible for this cup, and teams of only Bidoof will be allowed. The Master League, the Master League Classic, and the Element Cup will still be available during this time. So if you've had enough of Bidoof, you can go hide in some regular vanilla (laughs) GBL if you'd like. Complete a free event-exclusive special research story for special rewards. This will be the first special research in which you'll make choices that will affect the reach... That'll affect the research's story and some parts of your event experience. Ooh, bury the lead? Why don't you? Oh, and sorry, <laughs> this is actually it. Complete the research to earn an exclusive Bidoof oh hat avatar God. item. Oh, and the bonus throughout the day is four times catch experience, which is actually nothing to sneeze at. I mean, that's, that's pretty good if you can actually land excellent curve throws on Bidoof. I know a guy. It's which me. Which I'm, I'm told can be done. Rather easily. I don't I don't actually believe that though. I think people are just <laughs> lying as a collective group. <laughs> Your thumbs are too aggressive. <laughs> Who throws pokeballs with their thumb? I do all the time. I don't throw curveballs with my thumb with any sort of accuracy. Oh, that's how I throw my my uh, pokeballs. Oh no, no, I can't. I do I do I do uh right pointer finger or right thumb or left thumb. Oh no, I I've use done, my, I've I use done my middle finger. That's weird to me. I've done left pointer finger, but I have to put the phone at like like a 45 degree angle in order to do it accurately. It's very strange. Oh, no, no. I cannot use my left hand to, to throw curveballs. Nope. I'm nope. I'm amda po- pokestress. Oh I can God. do it. I can do it. Um, I'm not going to ask you for your feedback on this event because I know it's uh, I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> but are you excited for this special research story, which seems to be rather unique? Are you going to try to do it at least? Uh, I mean, yeah, probably. Okay, but we'll see. I I'm sort of annoyed because even the Pokemon company is in on this. Like, this is clearly their doing, and they yes. they got all this going on. And meanwhile, we haven't gotten basically anything for the 25th anniversary in terms of actual Pokemon I, stuff. I got a Katy Perry single. I'm good that has nothing to do with pokemon though you're right <laughs> we got we got pokemon snap this year uh-huh and 
uh, we're getting Diamond and Pearl, but those don't even count. Yeah. And like, it's just, and then we get all this focus on Bidoof, which I'm sure some people are loving. Yeah. And then the ones who aren't are just very quiet about it because they know that everyone's going to give them a hard time that they don't like Bidoof. Just like last week, Kyle, how brave of you. How absolutely <laughs> ground-shaking, so earth-shattering. Y- your take, it's this picante, you know? Goodness <laughs> me. Uh, that, no, okay, we're not a TCG podcast, but every once in a while, something in the P- TCG sphere makes its way into our show. Did you see the Bidoof deck box that they released? I didn't see it, but I heard I heard about it. It is clean, my friend. It looks good. It's a little goofy, oh, but that's what God. you'd expect from a Bidoof-themed anything. I almost picked it up, even though I don't really play. <laughs> but anyway, we can leave the Bidoof stuff behind us now because we've got some other things ahead of us here. This last piece of news is actually rather large. It's July events and more. Yes, the master post for all of July. Trainers, Pokemon Go Fest 2021 may be just around the corner, but that doesn't mean that you'll have to wait to enjoy exciting events in July. Read on for what we have in store. I will read on for you so you don't have to. First, July research breakthrough encounters. We've been kind of underwhelmed with research encounters the past few months. This one I'm excited about. From Thursday, July 1st at 1 p.m. to Sunday, August 1st at 1 p.m. PDT. You'll encounter Rufflet in Research Breakthrough Encounters. As an extra bonus throughout July, you'll also receive a free remote raid pass when you achieve a Research Breakthrough. And don't forget, there's double experience for Research Breakthroughs uh, that will continue throughout this month as part of the Season of Discovery. It seems like such a minimal thing to mention, but it does, I guess, matter in the grand scheme of the whole thing. Um, I'm excited about Rufflet. I'm still hunting that shiny. What about you, Kyle? I mean, it's not bad like it's not an absolutely garbage breakthrough like trap inch was or the flower crown ev was <laughs> flower crown ev for collectors i understood no because they also turned off ev spawns for the entirety of that spawn that research breakthrough so it was just it was silly yes sir but it's good although it's my understanding that if you do a, enough go badly you're literally drowning in rufflet so it's just four more chances at a shiny i suppose yeah but a lot of people don't get that far in gbl or even touch gbl so i think from an accessibility standpoint this is kind of nice it's sort of like the way that they did with frillish except there's not that feel bad because frillish was sort of like an exclusive end game sort of item in gbl for that one particular season so yeah so it's it's okay like it's not one that I would be upset about for right. sure. Uh, moving on featured Pokemon in raids. So the following Pokemon will be appearing in five star raids throughout July. Bidoof will be appearing in five star raids on <laughs> Thursday, July 1st from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. local time. Don't you forget if you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Bidoof for more information about the various Bidoof shenanigans on the horizon. Check out the Bidoof day blog. <sighs> All right, I think now we're actually in the clear of Bidoof. The mythical Pokemon Deoxys will be appearing in its defense form in five-star raids from Thursday, July 1st at 8 p.m. to Friday, July 16th at 10 a.m. local time. That's right. All of the collective tears from the battling community manifest (laughs) itself into a decision made by Niantic to bring back defense form Deoxys. The real question is, 
Will it take until the end of the day on July 17th for them to ask when it's coming back? Or do you think we'll make it to July 18th? I guess we'll find out. Or we might never know. The legendary Pokemon Mewtwo will be appearing in five-star raids from Friday, July 16th at 10 a.m. to Friday, July 23rd at 10 a.m. local time. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny Mewtwo. Different Pokemon will be appearing in five-star raids on the second day of Pokemon Go Fest, so keep a lookout. Only Mewtwo will appear as a Go Battle League encounter for trainers ranked 20 and up on the second day of Go Fest 2021. Seems like they've really made it so that if you like want to do raids and then just GB all the rest of the day, you'll still get some value, which is nice. Stay tuned for more updates on which Pokemon will be appearing in five-star raids after July 23rd. Uh, just long story short, D- Defense Deoxys is very good. It's very good in PvP. People, We made a joke, but people have really been asking for it, so it's great. It's very hype. Um, Mewtwo is always a good get, whether it's to get candy for your Shadow Mewtwo or to hunt for the shiny, you should do it. It's very good. It's chart topping in a lot of categories. Yeah. <laughs> many, many categories. And it's worth mentioning defense form Deoxys will not be shiny despite default Deoxys shiny being out. Yes. So they, they didn't mention it. It's not going to be there. Don't expect it. Don't be upset if you do a hundred raids and don't get one. <laughs> yeah. While costumes will carry shiny status from time to time, forms rarely do. Yeah. In addition, the following Mega Evolve Pokemon will be appearing in Mega Raids. Mega Houndoom will be from July 1st to July 16th. Mega Gengar will be from July 16th after Mega Houndoom rotates out until July 23rd, and that ends at 10 a.m. local time on that day. And then we get Mega Charizard X. They'll be in raids from Friday, July 23rd at 10 a.m. to Friday, August 6th at 10 a.m. local time. It's it's freaking me out to see an August date listed here right now. Yeah. Um, Have we gotten... When was the last new Mega? Altaria? Yes, on Community Day. That's a problem. Why? That's three months with no new Mega now going into August. And there's 46 of them. And only like five of those 46 aren't in go right now. They, so. they might have them associated with events coming up. Well, I'm just saying that even if you did it one per event, that's, you know, 35 more events to go. I don't know how many megas we got. I don't count them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Um, but uh, rest assured, they will show up uh, eventually. But. Every Wednesday in July, a raid hour event will occur from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. local time, and the following Pokemon will be featured. On July 7th is Defense Form Deoxys. On July 14th is also Defense Form Deoxys. On July 21st will be Mew 2, Mew the 2nd. July 28th is to be announced. Maybe it's Kecleon. Doubt. It's going to be Zygarde. No, thanks. They're like Sol Galeo. I'm like, uh, Kecleon? <laughs> hey, I have a newfound love for Sol Galeo, okay? You should. It's a good Pokemon. I was a, a what is the other one? Lunala, right? Yeah. I, I was a new, La, new Lunala fan, but I got Sol Galeo in Pokemon Masters, and it's it's grown on me. I think they're both pretty stellar legendaries. Yeah. Um, for sure. Sun, the generation of Pokemon in Sun and Moon is really good. It just has 
the handholdy thing in the main series games. That kind yeah. Of brings oh, it down the a little bit. Gen seven Pokemon designs. They're really good. I think yeah. the new ones are really good. But I love uh, Palisan and stuff. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. cool. It's good. So cool. Anyway, uh, Pokemon Spotlight Hours. In the month of July, Pokemon Spotlight Hours will take place every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. local time. And each of these hours will spotlight a different Pokemon and special bonus. Tuesday, July 6th, it'll be Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. And you'll learn twice the experience for catching Pokemon. July 13th will be Charmander, and you'll learn twice the candy for catching Pokemon. July 20th will be Squirtle, and you'll learn twice the candy for transferring Pokemon. Uh, they're they're doing a whole starters thing. Yeah. And then Tuesday, July 27th, everybody's favorite starter, Natu, will be in the spotlight, and you'll learn twice the experience for evolving Pokemon. Natu's not a starter. Oh, Natu, my favorite starter. I pick it every game. <laughs> to be fair... Natu deserves more love than it gets. I disagree. I think Natu's cute. I, I think it. I think it gets exactly what it deserves, which is just a wow. Little. Wow. Well, I, okay. no, I don't. I don't have anything against Natu. I just don't think people like underrated or anything. I think it's just it is. They should make a regional variant that is like dark psychic and give it like a cloak and give it like little fangs. It could be nose for Natu. <laughs> yeah hire no. me pokemon company Nose for zatu <laughs> yeah it works for both it works for both yeah oh my god <laughs> uh july community day july 3rd this upcoming saturday from 11 to 5 p.m it's going to be a tepic the fire pig pokemon no surprise we covered it last week and then lastly here upcoming events stay tuned for details about these upcoming events First, Pokemon Go anniversary celebration from Tuesday, July 6th at 10 a.m. to Thursday, July 15th at 8 p.m. local time. Pokemon Go will be celebrating its five-year anniversary. Stay tuned for more details in early July. Well, early July is like two days away. So, like, we (laughs) got to let's get it going. Let's get it going. Uh, Go Battle Night on Sunday, July 11th from 6 p.m. to 11.59 local time. The second Go Battle Night of the season will be happening. Complete up to 100 battles and receive three times the stardust for winning battles, completing sets of battles, and ranking up in Go Battle League. Please note that the stardust bonus during the Go Battle Night will not combine with the two times stardust bonus for the Go Battle League. They'll be active from Monday, June 28th to Monday, July 12th. For more details on the Go Battle League, check out the Season 8 blog. You look like you want to say something. What do you want to say? I was, I just want to know. If you're going to do any element cup, Chris, uh, no, I didn't think so. I might, I'm not entirely sure yet. We'll see. Oh, I've been catching no ducklets and then I'm like, no, no, <laughs> it, yeah, oh, okay. Maybe after I get a chance to listen to this week's PvP corner, I might be convinced otherwise. We'll I, I need to hear what DeFi has to say about it. I'm excited to hear what they have to say for sure. Uh, Pokemon Go Fest 2021, the largest event of the year is nearly here, but you still have time to buy your tickets. <laughs> Pokemon Go Fest 2021 <laughs> will take place on July 17th and 18th, and each day will provide a unique experience. Trust us, this is an event you don't want to miss. If you and your fellow trainers work hard together during the event, there may be more ultra exciting things to come in July and beyond. We, You know what's different about this year is that we haven't gotten any information about ultra unlocks which is something we've seen in the past go fests. 
where, you know, there's global challenges and unlocks bonuses and rewards for the weeks and like the month that follows. We haven't seen that this year yet. So maybe that's a slight hint that it could be baked into the event. Slight hint. Come on. Maybe. Yes. Yes. Sounds like it. Okay. Seems you have nothing. Likely. If nothing happens and they made this comment, I will be the one handing up uh, pitchforks and torches. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no. I'd be like, put them away. Just put them away. It's not worth it. <laughs> um, but that's the news. Sorry, that's the muse. We're done with the, with the muse this week. <laughs> Commitment to the joke all the way through. All right, Mr. Kyle, I'm going to pass it on over to you. Could you tell us a little bit more about, you know, go fast, maybe some strategies, what you have in mind, that sort of stuff. So this week on Gear Up, like Chris said, going to go over some prepping for go fast. A lot of it may sound obvious to some people. Some people just need a, a little bit of a reminder every time. Now's a good time. By the time this episode comes out, we'll be, you know, two weeks away. And the first thing when it comes to any event, like always, location. You want to figure out where you're going to play. And we have two days, so you have to decide two days worth of playing. Are you going to play in the same spot twice? Because... Day one is going to have very different day gameplay from day two, as we have covered, and I will cover again. Day one, you're going to want more spawn density. Day two, you're going to want more gym density. Very different. Downtown metro areas are obviously your best choice, but that is not a reasonable suggestion for everybody at the moment. But aside from all that, you got to stock up. Lots and lots of stacking up. How much is too much, Chris, for your inventory? How much is too much? How much when is I, too much? When I hit the limit and they tell me I got to throw stuff out, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm throwing out 100 of each of my berries. I got to go down to five of each evolution items. <laughs> it's when you go look at your berries and you're like, oh, I have 398 pin at berries. Yeah. Let's throw out 200 of those. But even like beyond that i'll tell you gibble day i was like when you start eyeing your your tms and your rare candy you're like i could trim the fat a little bit that's when you know it's getting to be too much okay that's a that's a good one then again chris has like 200 plus of each so <laughs> don't out me like that that man. that that would be some fat that could potentially be trimmed hey i have like <laughs> 198 charge tms so <laughs> i'm oh, right I've, there with you i've only got 119 fast and 121 charged right now uh wait hang on now i have to check what i have hang on i have 121 fast and 158 charged yeah you've so. got more than i do right now but i threw out 100 of each of them before gibble day i was <laughs> i was quoting a real scenario i've still got 300 plus rare candy though so i gotta find uh, a home yeah, for see, i was about to say rare candy is another good spot to be looking mm-hmm. now is a great time to invest those in things especially if you're going to focus on something for raid day and you want extra for that yeah, I also am sitting on 200 that I could probably put into something. But the, the thing with that is always, and we've said this before on the show. Yeah, don't be afraid to, to, you know, air quotes, store your rare candy in something you do plan on powering up later. It's just free inventory space. It's free real estate. Um, like, you know, Mewtwo is always a good candidate. Rayquaz is a good candidate, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. And if you're short on inventory, make sure you open up your gifts. As we know, Chris has gotten better. I have gotten worse in the last couple of weeks. Oh, that's, no. That's just from lack of playing. 
than anything else. And we're, we're talking about storage. Berries, you got to weigh how useful you think they are to you. Are you going to use your Nanab berries? Because I'm not going to. <laughs> but apparently, people are like, yeah, use them. Make it, getting excellent throws easier. I'm like, that's not the problem with getting the excellent throws, but okay. <laughs> or, or more likely, make a make a plan to go out and start feeding them in gyms. Yeah, yeah I would. I wish I could do that. Let me let me tell you. <laughs> I wish they made it easier. I would be all over it if they made it easier. Well, it would be easy because you could just throw a bunch of Pokemon in like remote gyms that never turn. You have to find them first, of course. That's yeah. the hard part, and then you can remote feed them from home. Yeah, but like. The user experience and the user interface for feeding berries is really bad. True. The amount True. of time it takes to load into a gym, select your Pokemon, feed the berries one at a time, switch over. It's There's yeah. no reason it needs to be that long. But nope. Nope. It's very valuable. If you have the time, it's 100% worth doing, especially if you run like a peripheral, if you have a plus and you can catch all the Pokemon around you while you're doing that. It's it's a good use of your time. Straight up value. <laughs> but next up, want to talk about having goals. Know what you want from your day. What kind of experience do you want to get? This section is a little bit light because obviously we don't really know all of the spawns yet. Sorry, Australia, New Zealand. We're going to be keeping an eye on you for all of those <laughs> spawns on Friday. Thank you for your service. <laughs> we, we, we thank you. So, yeah, most of you are going to want to keep an eye out all the lists that are going to come out Friday night because it's going to be a lot of beautiful Australian infographics. <laughs> yeah. But of course, you're going to want to target the stuff that you want shiny because that's always been the appeal of GoFest. But now we have XL candy to really care about. And even in the announcements, we have some good targets for XL candy to chase after, at least in my opinion. So just going through the four zones, there was jungle, which they really didn't say anything interesting. Froakie was on that list, but Froakie's overstayed its welcome already because it's not good in Go, which is a shame. Yeah, and it, and it kind of had a thing going for it when it first came out. It was like the rarest of the three starters. Yeah. So like it, it was there was a chase for it then, but... I think most of us have gotten a good amount of Froakie sets. At least around here, they're actually very common now. The last three seasons, they've yeah. all like been showing up kind of like crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm curious if people in more desert biome areas are having a significant, significantly harder time getting a Froakie. So it's worth mentioning, I suppose. Someone's favorite Pokemon is Froakie, so... Someone's favorite Pokemon is everything. Oh, except, no. Yeah. But except like except for Electros. But a lot of people like Froakie. They, they do. Fro Froakie is a fan favorite. Yeah. If it was better in Go, people would lose their mind. I mean, some people just don't care how good it is in Go and still lose their mind. So. And also when the shiny comes out, it's a really good shiny. It's a black shiny. It's so good. But for we don't have that yet. For so, yeah. So don't worry about that. Next up, there's Desert Mountain. That one has shield on in it. It's a really big target for XL candy. Community day win. Community day win. <laughs> it's another one that doesn't have a shiny out. 
and will not have a shiny out by the time that GoFest happens unless they surprise us, which is not likely. No. Next biome is Ocean Beach. Can we just, who named this biome? It's, <laughs> who says, Desert Mountain is totally something that like gets said. Yeah. Who says Ocean Beach? It, it should have been like Seaside Beach. Yeah. Something, some, I don't know. I don't know. It it was bugging me. It was bugging me when it was announced. So. <laughs> Fair enough. And there, there's Dratini. Now, we've already had an event with a whole bunch of Dratini, but if you weren't playing or you didn't get enough XL, this is another great option. Get some more pink inner tube shaped dragons. Noodles. They're noodles. Yes. Pool noodles. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And last, there's Cave. Just plain cave. I don't know. This, this would have been the Underground one. Underground cave. This, not this would have been the one to have a double d- name. Dank cave. <laughs> Underground and cave. on that list that we've seen, there's Galarian Stunfisk. I need, I need that XL candy real bad. It's, it's real good in Ultra League, and I have walked the one I have like 650 kilometers. <laughs> Which is impressive considering this thing doesn't have legs. I know it's just got in a leash. It's around its mouth and just pulling it. <laughs> just trying to like, kill me. Kill <laughs> how me. Heavy, how long, how heavy does Galarian Stunfisk weigh? This is where you find out it's like 250 pounds. Yeah. Like, uh, like Gibble. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Lavatar. Yeah. Lavatar. That's the one from the anime. Everybody just makes fun of. Yeah. Yeah. Also in cave, they pointed out Dino is, is super rare still. And it's also shiny. This is this this is it. It's going to be the gibble of this event, and it's it's one of the the green shinies that even Kyle thinks looks pretty okay. Yeah, it's it's a good green shiny. Mm-hmm. Those are a few. And lastly, for day one, I already mentioned it, but I'm going to mention it again. Shinies, identify the shinies you'd like, and even if you don't know which ones you want, there's still the new ones to go after. That they've already announced, which are going to be Chimeco, Audino, and Timpole. And Chimeco and Audino are both worth extra stardust, so you want to catch those anyways. So I don't just you, hope hope for the shiny. Yep. <laughs> but the important one, it's day two. It's about raids. So many raids. Just so many. And the question is, which ones are you going to do? Um, now, I'm firmly in the the camp of do all of them and i know that chris is too but that's definitely not but but base case best case scenario you're so overwhelmed that you have to choose yes yeah if 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 you're surrounded by like 30 gyms the egg timers are only 15 minutes if that's what it turns out to be and they're just turned over so fast you can't even beat them you gotta have a plan the first thing for me, that stands out is it's all of the legendaries, just about. So the number one thing is Pokedex fillers. Grab those that you missed when they were around the first time that never got to fill out your Pokedex. I don't think I ever did a Verizian. I think that's still a gap for me because I just skipped it completely. Never? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, and I've done like one Cobalion, so. <laughs> that's super surprising to me. Yeah. It was at the time where I wasn't, I just, it was not an interesting Pokemon. I didn't want to do it. I almost missed Terrakian, but I got that. But th- that kind of stuff. I think I have a couple more on, even on this list that I missed that 
we'll need to grab, but that's the standout for me. But say you have all of them filled out. You want to know which ones you want the candy for, which ones you want the shiny for, or the best IVs. And I'm going to break down just some suggestions here. And the first hour, we've got wind. Wind has Mewtwo. So there's that if you really care. (laughs) You could probably stop there if you really had to. (laughs) I almost, I legitimately, I was writing this list. I almost stopped there. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I actually looked, and there is there is more worth mentioning in the hour. So, and also Mewtwo is going to be in raids that whole week, so it's not as dire that you raid him for this day. So it's actually the one time where it might be reasonable to skip Mewtwo, unless you don't already have one. In which case, I, I would probably recommend you you sprinkle some Mewtwo in now too, so you get more candy in the back end because you want to power up Mewtwo because it's good for. You name yeah. it, it's good for it. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth doing. That's why it's the first suggestion. But there's a couple more. Cresselia is also going to be in Wind Hour. It's good for PvP, both Great League and Ultra League. It's apparently rank two in Ultra League, which I didn't know. But for both leagues, you really want Grass Knot, which is a legacy move, which means Elite TM. So... Keep that in mind if you want to make that investment. And then last for wind, Giratine Ah is going to be there. <laughs> it's still very good in Ultra League. And XL in Master League is good, although that's a lot of XL candy. Let's, let's, look, I don't like talking about Master League. No one likes talking about Master League. But uh, I'm going to mention it anyways. <laughs> Next up, there's Lava. As I already mentioned earlier, the one I'm interested in, Reshiram. It's the best shadow, best non-shadow fire type. That's kind of all there is to say about it. Doesn't have a signature move, doesn't have a shiny. So if you're looking for the shinies, it's not your best bet. But it's it's still really good. Then there's Terrakian. Still a very strong rock type. And the shinies out. So good target. Chris just flashed double peace sign, and I'm like, you have four shiny Terrakian? No. No. Double peace sign. I'm not like I know, four of I them. know. But I would have put up four on one hand. I know. That's why I was so confused. Oh, my gosh. Caught this guy being weird in 4K. Um, and lastly, for Lava, there's Moltres. Specifically, only calling out if you're willing to invest an Elite TM for a Sky Attack. If you want, oh, if you want Fire-type attackers... Reshram is better. Entei, which is also going to be in Lava Hour, is better than Moltres in terms of strictly DPS and TDO. I just love that we can't not give Sky Attack Moltres a shout out. It's We need other flying attackers. Someone tell me, is there going to be another one like ever that Wait, is going to be able to stand up? Is Sky Attack Moltres better than like flying type Rayquaza? I th- I think so, because I think Flying Rayquaza has, what, Aerial Ace? Which Aerial is Ace, good. yeah. But it could also have picked up Hurricane, correct? Yeah, which made it good, but not great. <laughs> not great. Sure. Um, I'm a little bit, I can't remember exactly, and so I'm going to double check before I say anything. Well, luckily, yes. Moltres doesn't have to compete with Rayquaza in this hour. Uh, so Actually, oh, oh, Rayquaza knows Air Slash, oh, which is yeah. absolutely abysmal. Mm-hmm. So Moltres is the best non-mega 
non-shadow flying in the game. So that's, that's a shame. We, we, we need more flying types in this game. Apparently. We sure do. Next up, Frost Hour. It's got Kyogre. That's that's really the standout. And also, it does have the Lake Spirits. It's worth shouting out. You got a remote raid if you want to get the ones that are not in your region. They're not really worth seeking out, except for Dex Fillers. Unless there's some weird PvP use that I don't know about. I think Ooxie is good in PvP. Yeah, it's... I think I, I definitely would treat those as Dex filler with this current time, in my opinion, at least. But Chris said he's excited for it, so he's going to go do 100 of those raids. I'm excited for the opportunity. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a rare thing that that doesn't happen very often. And they're technically regionals. Yeah, so. but we, we have had them since we got remote raids. So, yeah, yeah. Again, I have all three of them. I just, you know, yeah, want to get a couple more. <laughs> And lastly, we have Thunder Hour. Is got Rayquaza, so gonna be doing Rayquaza. Yeah, buddy. It's also got Dialga, who you want XL candy for Master League, if they ever bring back Master League Classic. Just a level forty Dialga is also like rank one, I think. It has to be best buddy though, but we don't we don't talk about Master League. <laughs> And we only recently started talking about best buddies, so let's take it a yeah. step at a time. <laughs> and lastly, there's Zekrom, who's the best Electro-type attacker in the game. At least that's not Shadow. So The Hedgehog. We don't talk about that either. It's a very dark time in the early 2000s history. <laughs> Shadow is uh, one of the best Sign the Hedgehog characters ever made. Okay. <laughs> Maria! And that's it. That's that's a that's a breakdown of the second day of raids and what I would suggest taking a look at. As I mentioned earlier, Rush Ram is definitely the one I'm most excited for, at least outside of getting shinies for stuff. I still need a shiny Giratina. I only have the Giratino, so I would like to do those as well. And of course, Rayquaza is Rayquaza. We'll have to uh, we'll have to sit down and like go through this and like, OK, what are we targeting and why on raid day? Yeah. And like, I know that I need to sit down and clear out like 2000 spots in my inventory, which will take me like the remaining time until the event to do. <laughs> it's going to take you from today, the 29th until what is it? The 18th? Yeah. To, to clear 17th. I've been trying my hardest to remember to to transfer shinies to home. It's yeah. slow going, man. It's slow going. How many how many shinies do you have? Total? Like yeah. in go right now in my inventory? Yeah. Let's take a look, see. It's been a hot minute. I've transferred quite a few. A thousand and ten. Okay. I got so six forty one. I think I broke like ten fifty probably at one point in time. You, you six hundred how many again? Six hundred forty one. That's pretty good. It was those two Badoof really Really just brought me ahead of the yeah, game. Yeah, just really gave you the edge. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, thank you, Kyle. I'm excited to probably prepare for this. I need to make a list. I really do. I need to make a list. But anyway, this is normally where we would do the Pokalore section. But seeing as we're over an hour into this recording already, uh, we are going to forego the Pokalore this week. But that means that without further ado, we've got to do the Pokapole. Last week's Pokepole was, what is the best thing that has happened to you due to playing Pokemon Go that isn't in the game itself? 
first one's from Cameron. She said, friends, all capitals. I've never felt less alone than I do since joining this community. I felt much more lonely before COVID hit and quarantine forced me to resort to online socialization. I think that one that one hits home for a lot of people. Yeah. And this is in reference in particular to our Discord community. I know that that's true of a lot of people. They found mm-hmm. Discord homes over the course of pandemic. Uh, next one's from Modders. Hello, gents. As with most players, I have had I have made some amazing friends for life through playing Go. Even if my missus doesn't consider y'all as real people, I sure do. <laughs> but for me, there are two other positives. First, it's that Pogo has allowed me to scratch my creative itch. I'm at a point in my career where I oversee what others do rather than actually doing the do myself. So a little poke creativity is a big plus. Second, and the biggest positive, is that it has made me and my son super close. The race to level 50 has kind of turned him off to the game, and that kind of breaks my heart a little. But nonetheless, our bond is strong. Cheers, chaps. That's awesome. That That is, that is awesome. That, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And if you're not aware, Modders has been uh, really awesome and provided us with several uh, designs for our merchandise store, which you can find through going through our website, gocastpodcast.com. Um, and he has a bunch of designs up on our shop. So you can go take a look at his creative work yourself. It's stunning. Next response is from SG Raider 5. They said, I've always wanted to respond to one of these. So this is exciting. Go has really helped me. Has really helped me closer with my sister and brother-in-law. We had planned a trip to St. Louis Fire Zone together before lockdown, and while we were upset it wasn't able to happen, we were able to spend stay-at-home fest together as a family. Additionally, the game has got me out of the house more, a lot more, and really has been living up to the mission of getting people more active and out in the community. The lockdown was tough for so many people, and I was fortunate to be in an area with a lot of local parks and was able to meet so many trainers on my walks from a safe distance, of course. Yeah, no, that's that's really awesome. I feel like we've heard a lot of stories of people that have gotten closer to family members or convinced like siblings or kids or parents of theirs to play with them. And it's been really nice. Also, because you have, you know, a captive audience, where are they going to go? You can't leave your house. hundred <laughs> percent. If this was like 15 years ago, you can bet my dad and I would have been playing this together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you can bet if this happened like 15 years ago, I would have been like, hey, uh, mom and dad, can you like take me to this place? <laughs> yeah, every, every time, every time. Oh, the next one's from Leebot. Meeting and making new friends has been the best part of Pokemon Go. More specifically to me, however, is talking about strategizing, planning, sharing tips, diving into the meta and constantly sharing about and learning from others on ways to find the most benefit with each change that rolls out in the game. I love talking to friends about my strategies, theories, teaching others, and sharing what I've learned about this crazy game. It always gives you something that is easy to talk about and that you have in common. It breaks down all kinds of communication barriers. That's a big deal to someone who is normally an introvert. You also learn something new almost every day if you are willing to listen to others. My best Pigo friend and I have a meme that we use often. ABS. Always be strategizing. (laughs) We throw it around all the time in our conversations and walking catching outings. This is what keeps me energized, even through some of the more grind-heavy parts of the game. Sorry, Chris and Kyle. I also love the math behind the game. I am constantly making spreadsheets to track in-game progress, like I recently did to help track my daily XP progress from level 49 to level 50. Don't be afraid to talk math on the podcast. Some of us geeks out here love it. (laughs) It's not that we don't like it. 
is that I was told there'd be no math. <laughs> Chris, Chris needs mental preparation to do math. <laughs> yes. That being said, give me your spreadsheets all day. Yeah. Yeah. Chris will do the spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I want nothing to do with them. I'll, I'll give you all of the info to put in the spreadsheets. Just don't make me do it. <laughs> My favorite thing is because I've been watching, I've been watching some like, you know, YouTube videos that are like doing riddles and stuff like that. And some of them involve formulas. And so my favorite is when they do like a really long formula. It, you know, I'm not going to even make one up, but it's like really long. It takes them like a full minute to read out. And then they're just like over 2x. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Okay. The next one's from at Poke Norge. The game helped and motivated me to recover from 17 days in a coma after I got sick with swine flu and pneumonia. I had to work out how to walk and use my body again. But walking to raids with my walker motivated me and got further and further each time. When I had no health system to help me, the game and my now wife helped me recover by walking around, getting to those raids, meeting friends again, and getting stronger. Well, that's just a that's just a fantastic story. I, that's I, amazing. I like that. that's, that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Now, I think if you're listening, get in touch with this person because... <laughs> That that's that is the story. That's fantastic. Uh, this next one is an email from Drew Two. This game has given me so much the past year. I started playing with my son in February of 2020, and initially it was just a fun thing to do while I walked him to school. Once the pandemic hit, our Pokemon walks became something we look forward to doing every day, sometimes more than once a day, and it gave us a reason to get out of the house. We've been able to bond over the game, and we have a stronger relationship because of it. The desire to keep Pokeballs in my item bag has also got me back into running, and I'm down 25 pounds since this time last year. Signed, Drew 2. Sounds like wins yeah. across the board to me. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. You'll have to tell us how uh, you've incorporated running into your plane, because back when I was running a whole lot, I was having a really hard time like managing my attention between commitment to the time I was trying to hit and commitment to checking the Pokemon. <laughs> well, they said they did it for Pokeballs. So they just used their, they probably have a plus that they use and they only have it spin stops. Yeah. Yeah. But there's still like an element to it for every Pogo player where it's like, do I run to just have my peripheral on or, you know, like you have to fight the urge to check. You, you, so for you, me, it was, I would allow myself to check at like the halfway point. No, like, okay, I'm going to take a three minute breather. Okay. There's nothing here. I guess I'm going back. No, and <laughs> just check whether it's stay connected because you know it's going to disconnect every five minutes when you actually need it to stay connected. True. And then you keep going. All right. You heard it here from Coach this, Kyle. This said this is from somebody who has never run a day in his life. <laughs> and the last response also comes in the form of an email. And it says, from Greninja Muffin. Hello, Chris and Kyle. Here's my response to the poke poll. My dad and I both started playing the game the day it came out. And we started grinding together very frequently, whether that be biking downtown or by walking around the neighborhood, taking out all the local gyms to ensure we get our 50 coins a day. I recently got my own phone and I started a new account on Fletchling Day. Now my dad and I are level 40 and 36 and every community day we walk down to our local park with some friends. Thanks to Pokemon, I have bonded with so many people, whether my classmates, neighbors, even some workers at some local stores. Apologies for the long email, Greninja Muffin. That's not a long email. It's okay. It's yeah, no need story. to apologize for that. that yeah. Also, 
Remember, Pokemon Go. It's a dead game. Yeah. <laughs> people still play that? Yeah, like everybody I know. <laughs> yes. I love it's just like people still play literally everybody still plays Pokemon yeah, Go. A, a lot of people still play. <laughs> and the like, friends of mine that don't play are tired of me talking about it all the time. <laughs> they probably played at some point and, yeah. and then they stop playing. <laughs> yep. I'm like, you know, you should really there's gonna be a community day. It's gonna be it's a free game and it's a free event. You should just come with me to the zoo or something. It's good it's a good time to start. Like right now, you could you get so much right now. It's a good time. Right now. Mewtwo's in raids? Like, come on. I, I just checked. Have you seen how many spawns are at your house? Wow. Oh god. Yeah. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh so this week's Poke Poll is what is the biggest goal you currently have for yourself in Pokemon Go? So this question has made me think something. Okay. I currently do not have an overarching goal of any kind in Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was maybe play the game this week. No. That's, okay. That's not a big goal. That's just, hey. that's just like the goal. Yeah, true, true. Uh, for me, it's like hitting level 48 or 49 by the end of the year. How much experience is that? Uh, a lot. I'm at 94 million total. So I need, oh my God. you know, 80 some odd million. <laughs> I'm like just over halfway there. Hey, you can get 20 million experience in 11 hours. Yes. On- Badoof day this week. Yes, you, you can. can. And there's currently four times experience live right now, and I'm so dedicated. I'm recording the podcast instead. Yeah, exactly. I did. I did catch a few during Gear Up. So, but Thursday we're going to be streaming. So I guess you're not going to be able to do it then either. But <laughs> uh, you know what? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but I I'm going to have to think about a big goal to have concurrently but i think the closest thing i have to a goal is to be more committed to great league in particular which i did uh significantly better the last time it was around you played a lot yeah a lot more than i have been at, at least no you played a lot generally speaking too uh, i mean i know a lot of we, we know okay it's 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 very hard to compare because we know a lot of right. very hardcore and, people so and that's what i'm I don't saying know any- i'm saying generally speaking you played quite a bit. You did good. <laughs> we 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 have a a go badly channel in our Discord, and there was a point where people were like, "How much Stardust have you earned from Go Badly?" And some people were sharing like ten million Stardust, and I'm oh like, my "Oh god. my god, jeez!" But it it is about a thousand dust per set on average. So it was kind of interesting to see everyone's breakdowns. But yeah, I've earned like a million maybe nice nice all right great thank you if you dear listener would like to submit an answer to the question what is your biggest goal you currently have for yourself in pokemon go you can answer it when we post the question on twitter or if you're a patron we have an entire channel dedicated to it in our patron discord you can also leave us a voicemail at 262-586-7717 or hey you could just send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com com and before we get to well, a rather large section that relates to emails and and the like we're going to pass it over to fish and defie and they're going to be covering the elements cup and a deep dive for the you know usefulness of tepic community day in the pvp sphere so there you go
Hi, I'm Fish and Nahida. And I'm DeFi250. And this is PvP Corner, the PvP segment that occasionally has to issue formal apologies. DeFi, <laughs> um, welcome back for a start. Thank you. And thank you so much to Gracie for stepping in for me while I was on vacation. I really appreciated it. And I had so much fun listening to the show. Yeah, yeah, she was awesome. And that's kind of the first thing that I need to apologize for, because I was so flat. I didn't realize until I listened back to it uh, on the pod that I just sounded very, very flat. And that is because to make our schedules work, I had to record at 2 a.m. my time. So it was quiet in the house. I was, uh, you know, trying to stave off sleep. It ended up showing up in the podcast. It's at the 2 a.m. That's that's a little understandable. I still think it sounded great. <laughs> uh, thank you. But then the other thing that I have to apologize for is that during our analysis of Element Cup, I was talking about how Slugma would take care of Seal pretty easily because of its ice typing. Then I found out during the week, Seal, not an ice type. It's just straight water. Did you know that, Nephi? I did because I wanted to use Seal as part of that Mew task to catch ice types. Seal's not nice type. Uh, I mean, well, you could have told us before we recorded. Sorry. Yeah, so I've looked at that again, and it turns out Seal handles Slugma pretty easily. That Aquatail charges pretty fast and obviously super effective against the Slugma. It's it's going to have a nice time with it. <laughs> All right, but let's go ahead and move on to our Sylph check-in and talk about some of our goals. I know I can report. I'm very excited that I met one of my goals for one brief shining moment. I cracked the top global 1,000. I'm back down, but... I do have screenshot proof. I have the receipts that I did crack the global thousand. And that's super exciting for me. But I'm back down. I'm currently around 1011 in the global rankings. I'm hoping maybe a goal for next season is going to be to end in the top thousand. Yeah, absolutely. And I fully believe you can do that too. Um, I, I can see you improving every season. For for me, I am at 959 right now. So we actually are very, very close at the moment, except my weighted tournament still hasn't finished yet. I actually have to message my final opponent for that tournament after we record here. And right now I'm three wins out of three for that tournament. So if I win this one, then I will sweep and that should boost me up quite a bit. Um, The other thing is that I already have the highest win count in that tournament. So even if I lose this, I will get an equal gold medal. And that means I will accomplish one of my preseason goals that I set out to achieve, which was to win a gold medal in every cup this season. Congratulations. That is such a good feeling. I'm glad that we were both able to kind of meet our goals and have kind of a successful season here. So now that the season is coming to a close, we can start putting our eyes on the Continental Championship. And because every year the Continentals goes to the people who've won regionals and maybe won some of the self-showdowns, there's also a third way to get into Continentals, and that's by winning the Wildcard Invitational. So there's going to be a live remote tournament in July, single elimination, that the Sylph Arena puts on. You kind of enter with a Google form. It's kind of a, a lottery system if you get chosen. And the winner of that also gets a Continental invite. It's only for people who reach the Challenger tier or higher. And it's really fun. I got to participate in Continentals last year. 
the meta is going to be based on a poll. It's either going to be the Sunrise Nightfall Labyrinth or Venture Cup meta. And I'm really excited to report on it next week when we know more. We know who's going to be participating. We know what the meta is going to be. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm absolutely going to put my name down. Hopefully I get a spot and I can report back to you guys as the newest continental competitor. So then that leads us to our GBL section and it's here, DeFi. It is Element Cup Master League Classic and Open. Have you been, have you been playing it? I have. I actually set out with the intention of playing a little bit of both Element and Masters Classic, but Fish, I just had so much fun playing in the Element Cup that I did two full days worth of sets. For the first time in a long time, I did all my sets. (laughs) Well done. I'm glad you're having fun. It is. I'm having so much fun. It is a fun meta. It's refreshing and the battles go really quick. I am completing my sets in record time. I'm leading a slugma, which is kind of a spicy pick to have in the lead, but I'm really enjoying it getting to throw rocks at those ducklet. But I do want to play a little bit of Masters Classic at some point. I have a grand total of 10 Pokemon powered up for Master League. Not all of them are good. The ones that I actually am looking at building lines with are Garchomp, Metagross, Dragonite, Snorlax, Gyarados, and Machamp are kind of my core six Pokemon that I really have a chance to play with. I'm thinking maybe something like a Metagross lead, Machamp safe swap, and Garchomp in the back to sweep. Yeah, that's a very solid team. How about you? Are you going to look at Matt? I know you're not a huge fan of Element. Are you going to try it? Are you going to drink some of the Kool-Aid? Are you going to go Masters Classic? What are you thinking for this one? Well, I I only have two Master League Pokemon, so unless I power up a third one, I'm probably not going to be able to do that. So probably my most likely scenario will be I end up playing some Element Cup without actually powering anything up for it. I'll I'll just like use Pokemon that are at the, the CPs I caught them at. Do some auto wreck. That's an option. Auto wreck element cup. Make it fun. All right. So we have an email from Everlaster E to read out. And DeFi, I think you're going to like this one. Ooh, really? <laughs> yeah. Everlaster says, hi, I hope you're having a spectacular Tuesday. I sure am. I got myself a shiny Regigigas, which makes me really happy because the shiny has purple. And anyone who knows me knows how much I love the color purple. But anyway. This isn't so much a question, but more a comment for DeFi. Before I started listening to the podcast, I had a theory. No one lives in Wisconsin, and the government had something to do with that. I had some research and Google on my side, but then you announced you had won some kind of something regional for Wisconsin. Feel free to say that I was out of my mind thinking no one lives in Wisconsin, but whatever. I hope you have a week as good as the color purple. Everlaster E. Well, Everlaster E, I can confirm. That some people, crazy as they are, do live in Wisconsin. Our temperatures are bonkers. It can get negative 40 Fahrenheit wind chill here in the winter. But there are some crazies, including myself, that do in fact live here. But this guy has research, Deepa. He has he has Google. I, I would like to see his Google <laughs> research. I am interested. Cross-check their references and all that. But yeah, thank you so much for... Uh, emailing in Everlaster. Glad to hear from you. Time to get into our deep dive and we are going to look further into Embor for Community Day, DeFi. 
We are. Tepid Community Day is Saturday, July 3rd from 11 to 5 local time. It may be over by the time you hear this or maybe you're listening while you play. We hope that you enjoyed Triple Stardust along with three-hour lures and three-hour incense. Blast Burn Embor is the Community Day evolution move we're going to deep dive on. But I do want a chance to say, I know you mentioned it last week with Gracie, but Embor's shiny is chef's kiss. Blue flames. Amazing. You gotta love it. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty, pretty sick. It's current moveset pre-community day. You're going to want to use ember rather than low kick. And for the charge moves, it has access to flame charge and rock slide. But focus blast is an option. It gets that stab because ember is also a fighting type along with its fire type. Heat wave also exists as a charge move, but there is no reason why you would use it when you have the other two as choices. Oh, maybe if you hate your ember. <laughs> Me. All right, so let's take a look at it. So on the surface, it does not have a good win rate at all. Kyle mentioned this last week. In the straight 1-1 shield, which is kind of the standard that we use for comparing Pokemon, it's got a 26% win rate in Great League and a 33% win rate in Ultra League. That's against the core meta Pokemon. So obviously that's terrible, and it doesn't get much better in the 2-2 shield or 0-0 shield either. But with that bad news out of the way, there are absolutely ways that you can make an M-Ball work if you want to. For example, there are some Pokemon that you can target with your Ember and absolutely murder them with the power of its hard-hitting Ember. So Pokemon like Abomasnow, Ferrothorn, Ices like Alola Ninetales and Frostlass, and you've got, you know, Galvantula and Victory Bell. Check this out. Against Frostlass, that ember works so well that you can completely farm it down by spending one shield. And by the time you farm it down, that leaves you with around 70 energy and two-thirds of your HP left. And with that much energy lead and a 0-1 shield situation, ember ups its win rate in the Great League to 50%. And so I just want to make that clear. That is with a shield disadvantage you are still winning 50 percent of your matchups in that situation now let's take ambor over to the ultra league give it a little bit more bulk two very common pokemon in the ultra league are ferrothorn and abomasnow and ambor can do pretty well it doesn't even need to shield and can farm those two pokemon down just with ember and then unleash all of that energy on the next mon this works really well because ferrothorn and abomasnow they're fast moves of Bullet Seed and Powder Snow, those are going to hit resisted on Embor. So even though Embor is super glassy, it can tank plenty of those fast moves and come out of that farm down situation with plenty of health left. If you're up against a Pokemon like Escavalier, which is still weak to Ember, you're going to do pretty well, but you're going to be taking a lot of counters from Escavalier those counters are going to add up. You're only going to have about half of your health left after you're done with that matchup. And that's not a great situation for Ember to be in. It can't really do as much work, even with a ton of energy left. It's still good, but just not really as good as if you've, you know, just taken out a, an Abomasnow. For sure, for sure. But the real stuff that I liked looking at was Ember with a shield advantage. So if you can work the situation where you have one shield left and your opponent has no shields, suddenly in Ultra League, your win rate will go up to 78%. 
And that's just from a standing start. If you give it like three embers of energy lead, that goes up to have a guess what percentage that is. Hmm. So it was at 78, maybe 85 percent. Oh, no higher than that. Really? Yeah. What is it? It's 92 percent in Ultra League. That's one zero shield and three embers of energy league. It'll beat 92 percent of the Ultra League meta. And it's not that hard to give it the energy lead either. So basically it happens all the time in PvP. Uh, one Pokemon has, you know, only a, a sliver of health left. So you switch in your Embor, finish it off with three Embers. It's got that energy lead and it can set you up to take out the next Pokemon. If you look at Great League, that win rate is also very, very high. It's 85% in the one zero shield scenario. So it only loses to prominent waters like Azumarill, Swampert, and Whiskash, Cresselia, Diggersby, and Altaria. And even Altaria, if you do give it a bit of energy lead, it can overcome that with the power of Rock Slide. Now, this is all assuming that you are running that Rock Slide as a second charge move. Let's say that you're running Focus Blast along with Blast Burn. You are going to have to make your Embor work a lot harder. Ember isn't going to charge particularly fast. It takes 25 turns for you to get to a focus blast. If you want to do it, though, you can make it work if you have a shield advantage to kind of gauge how much a focus blast can do. You can fully one shot an Ultra League Caesar with a focus blast from Embor. That's a lot. That is a lot of damage. Yeah. However... You know what else you can take out an Ultra League Caesar with? What? Blast Burn. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. But that should give you a, an idea of about how much damage that does. Yeah, that's fair. If you want to be an absolute mad lad, you could run Flame Charge and Blast Burn. Let's take a look at the Great League. Let's say you use a Flame Charge on the previous Pokemon. Galarian Stunfist comes in. With just that one flame charge, that plus one attack boost, if you can land a blast burn on a Galarian Stunfisk, you will one-shot it. It will be gone. Wow. <laughs> that is a powerful move. Very much. Blast burn is broken. So, again, you have options for other moves. Rock Slide is definitely the preferred one to win you the most matchups. But if you want to try something really spicy, you do have your options out there. So we're at the end of the deep dive. We do have a couple of things we want to mention before we go. First, we are doing something special to raise money for Gracie DeFi. We are. Four of the big Pokemon Go podcasts teamed up together. We've got Lured Up, GoCast, Pokemon Go Radio, as well as Beginner to Winner, BTW. And we are putting on a big charity tournament that is going to be paired with a live stream in order to raise money for Gracie's GoFundMe. The date of the live stream is to be determined, but we do have a website that we're going to ask Chris to put in the show notes for the next several weeks. And one of the things on that website is a t-shirt. It has kind of an image of Nurse Joy and the name of the kind of organization that we're using is Trainers Doing Good. And if you buy this t-shirt, 100% of the proceeds of the sale are going to go towards Gracie's GoFundMe. So we will absolutely give you more information as it becomes available. The other thing we want to mention is that it's Chris and Carl's third birthday, DeFi. 
It is. I am so appreciative of this podcast. It has made such a positive impact on my life just as a listener and making connections, the wonderful Discord community, also being an admin in the Discord and obviously being here as a team member on the GoCast. It has really made that positive effect on me and I really appreciate it. So thank you so much, boys, for all the hard work that you do. Yeah, totally agree. I absolutely love the the sense of community that these guys have fostered. They really care and that really comes across in the work that they do. It's just an environment full of love and support, which is really not something you get on the internet very often. And yeah, I'm really happy to be part of it. And with that, we love hearing your feedback. If you have questions or suggestions for Fish and myself, you can always direct your feedback to mail at gocastpodcast.com or you can hit us up on the Discord. Congratulations again on three years, boys. And with that, let's kick it back to Chris and Kyle. Thanks, Fish and DeFi. I appreciate it. I'm reconsidering my stance on Element Cup. Let's just say that. I'm reconsidering. All right, it's the last section of the show, and uh, I think it sounds a little bit like emails and a few voicemails. We've actually got some voicemails this week. We're going to play two right now, and we'll save one for the very end because, well, you can probably put that together. (laughs) So this first one is from Trent. Happy three years, Gilcast Podcast. Short and sweet and to the point. Thank you very much, Trent. Very much appreciate it. You're the best. This next one is from a long time listener and friend of the show, Pidgey Grabba. Hey, it's the Pidgey Grabba. I wanted to leave a voicemail. Uh, thanking you guys for three awesome years of content. And I know, uh, listening to you guys have, have allowed me to, to keep playing the game, uh, as, as hard as I would. I, I might have put it down otherwise. And meeting you guys in Chicago for GoFest 2019 was definitely a highlight of my experience, and you guys made me feel welcome in the city. Uh, so I wanted to say congratulations and keep uh, keep up the awesome work, guys. Thank you. All right, Pidgey Grabba, thank you so much. It was it was one of our particular highlights to meet you as well. Um, I think GoFest in Chicago that particular year, the gameplay came secondary to meeting everybody. So thank you very much for coming out. It was spectacular. I mean, thank you for the voicemail as well. Um, we have a litany of emails and we will be getting to them right now. This first email is from Wang J. Chen. Hello, my dudes. This is Wang J. Chen. I meant to have this finished on time, but I sort of got stuck on a part. Sorry, it is late. Oh, this is for uh, the answer to the Pokepole a couple of weeks ago now. Tell me your favorite Pokemon without telling me your favorite Pokemon. And this was just so good. I couldn't not read it, even though that was an older question. So thank you for sending this in. And it's in the form of poetry. At first, I became a trilogy. Then a quick jaunt over the Western way. I became as different as day and night. A generation passed. A whole eon. And during this age, we see no change. I became nothing new. Until in the north, in a green field, covered with snow, my number increased by two. Again, a generation passed. Another eon. And the world grew cold and callous. Its hurt filled the air. So I became something that was very fair. As generations passed, it remains to see if there is yet something more to me. So as we wait, I'll continue to be 
that cute Pokemon. Celebi? <laughs> no. It's Eevee. Oh. Oh, okay. I like Celebi better. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, though. But it does rhyme. Um, <laughs> Eevee. Does. Eevee makes sense. Oh, it is the Eon Pokemon, right? That I, I have absolutely no idea. It's just, it started out with three evolutions, and then in Johto, it got, you know, a dark typing and psychic. So. Oh, Eevee is the evolution Pokemon. Okay. That's right. Yeah, see. That's right. Nice. I loved it. I thought that was really well written. Yes. It was very good, though. Okay. Thank you very much for the poem and the email, Wang J. Chen. This next email is from Dat Boy Rojo. They said, well, hey there, Kyle and Chris. Haven't heard that in a little while. It is me, a new, fresh email to read on Team Email. My name is Dat Boy Rojo. Been listening now for four months and... Easy to say this podcast is a great listen. Recently finished my all-in-one research and got my shiny mute. Just for me to find out it's, you guessed it, perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Drop my phone on the floor. Maybe my best perfect man, but my shuckle is still up there. I don't, I don't know. Perfect shiny mute. It, it, it might be the crowning jewel of of anything currently was wondering if y'all ever used like third-party apps for rating or if you only do ones in your area and obviously invites i've had quite the shiny luck lately got my shiny regigigas yanma and scyther all within an hour some good shiny vibes wishing y'all some shiny vibes too oh well i appreciate that i think i can answer for both of us here and that we we have never used third party resources mostly because we only communicate with people through discord. And so we just get invites from everyone that we are already currently friends with at the moment. Yeah. Yep. Um, that being said, there are some legitimate ways to, to do some like raid party finder stuff um, in some other apps, but we've never had to use that. We just, we just help support our community by participating in our community. And uh, more often than not, whatever we're looking for is there anyway. So, yeah. But thank you for the email. Dat boy Rojo. Appreciate it. This next one's from Getsu Fractal. Chris and Kyle, thanks again for having the best Pokemon Go podcast. Well, I sure think so. <laughs> I'm currently grinding my way through the XP to reach level 46. I'm struggling with indecision on whether to take my Great League Rank 2 Diggersby all the way to level 50 with CP of exactly 1500 or to wait until I reach level 46. This is due to the requirement to level 3 Pokemon all the way to level 50 as a level 47 requirement. While discussing this in our local Discord, I came up with a potential Pokepole question. What are your three top... What are your three top priority Pokemon to have at level 50 and why? Whether you use it or not, I'm curious what advice you two, DeFiE250 and Fish Onahita, sorry, Fish Onahita, have for me in this dilemma. Uh, I'll finish the email first and we'll come back to that. Another comment about lack of reviews on that one streaming service that should not be named starts with spot, rhymes with notify. Your listeners on that platform should at least follow you to help boost your stats. The benefit to them is that they can see when you post an episode. Some weeks I get all excited on Friday nights when the episode arrives early. I'll steal the awesome sign off message. 
Shiny Vibes All, signed Getsu Fractal. <laughs> Spotify. Yeah, so um, this is a great question, um, but I think I think we'll answer it here. What are your three top priority Pokemon to have at level 50 and why? Um, and I think the answer is pretty straightforward for most people. It's just going to be some flavor of meta for everybody. Um, so I'll go first and let's just allow ourselves to repeat because it's kind of a small pool at the top. I'm going to say Mewtwo, obviously. Probably Tyranitar just for rock type DPS. That'd be fun to just have. Then I just would never have to think about it ever again. And then probably, I mean, I, and I already have this Machamp and I use my maxed out level 50 Machamp for like everything. It's very useful. Kyle, what about you? Machamp is definitely on that list. It's especially good because it had a community day after XL Candy got added. I just happened to not have very good luck on the XL Candy that day, but it's okay. Mewtwo for sure. Although I'm not, I'm just going to agree with you, not have that on my list just because as a raid exclusive, getting that to 50 is, it's a, it's an extreme priority. Here's one that's a little bit weird, sort of. Talonflame. We had a community day. It was very easy XL candy. And it's exceptionally good in Ultra League and Great League. So having two of them built, it's, it's very good. Yeah. I'm sure if you do Ultra League, you see them everywhere. I'm sure if you do Great League, you actually see them everywhere. It's unbelievable. I hate them. I hate Talonflame. <laughs> bring, something, bring something that knows a rock move and you're good. Yeah, then they just then they but like if you lead with a rock move, you're just gonna get bodied by an Azumarill. So perhaps. So then they switch and it's it's anyway, it, you can beat it. And and the last one, I'm gonna say Garchomp. We we literally just had it. Depending on where you were, it was weather boosted, so you probably have a ton of XL. It's it's just a good overall option. It's a strong dragon, it's an even better ground type. So very versatile, definitely worth making, in my opinion. Agreed. It's a good list. Uh, well, thank you, Getsu Fractal, for your email. Appreciate it. And I'll do my best to pass along that question to Fish and DeFi as well. Maybe they'll be able to answer it next week. We'll see. Thanks again. Next email is from Theo. And they said, hey there, Chris and Kyle. Writing in again on my favorite podcast. Oh. So goals. Old goals were 100,000 experience. 50,000 Stardust, and 50 GBL matches. Did all of those. Hey, you did better than me this week. Nice. So new goals are 500,000 experience, starting at 10.1 million, and 100,000 Stardust, starting at 43,000. And let's say rank 21 in GBL, starting at rank 20. You might notice that my Stardust is going lower and lower, and that's because I've been powering up a lot of PvP Pokemon like some Little Cup ones and Labyrinth Cup ones. So Niantic released news on GoFest Day 2. I'm going to go crazy. Right now I'm saving all my points for Day 2 so I can buy remote raid passes. Haven't gotten that shiny Rayquaza yet, if you know what I mean. So that will be a very grindful day, but fun. I also heard of the Bidoof event on the 1st of July. Going to get those Little Cup Bidoofs with the exclusive moves and grind the experience. Nice. It's also worth mentioning for Bidoof Cup, if you want to suffer immensely, Bidoof with Superpower and Crunch has the highest win rate. 
So Oh, that's that's good to know. It's yeah. It beats all other movesets is a lag based matchup in the mirror. Okay. Nice. Question time. What is your favorite look of the Pokedex from the different regions? Thank you for an amazing podcast and keep doing what you do best. Shiny vibes all from Theo, the Pokemon lover from, from all the poet. Like, yeah. Like so you know in, how like in, in the, the anime and in the games, the po- Pokedex was different in every single oh, like the region Pokedex. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was thinking the like physical the, item. I, think. I was thinking about like the interface. Cause that's the only thing I think of. Oh yeah. No, fair enough. Uh, I got one. You're going to be mad when I take it. You, I will be. I already know what chance. Rotom Dex. <sighs> Rotom Dex is so cool. It's so smart. I'm like, I love that they built in like a lore specific reason that it can do the things that it can. And that because of the way that they did it, it allows it to do so many ridiculous things that still make sense within the world. And that's great. I love Rotom. I don't like the Rotom Dex. That's fair enough. You do hate good things that are also fun. Sometimes, yes. Um, <laughs> I I have to go with the OG for me. It's there, there's something about it. It's it's so goofy, but I love it. Like I, the, I love the it. Dell laptop. <laughs> it's, it's not a laptop, but yes. Yeah. Okay. All it's right. like I mean, a, It is iconic. It's like a notebook. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I I don't know. I I I thought it was neat, and then like the rest of them are just riffing on it so yeah also you know how can you not love dex dexter is dex or dexter the voice oh i absolutely it had a name or was that in later seasons i don't i don't i don't think it had a name the voice has like a name does it yeah yeah it could be later on i'm not sure pokedex model handy 505 is apparently the Gen 1 name. For you Pokedex enthusiasts out there, that's the one he wants. Uh, that's awesome. Um, well, thank you, Theo. appreciate it. The next one's from Malcolm. Hi, Chris and Kyle. It's Malcolm here writing in my first email, which is maybe a long one, but a good one. All right. I believe you. I would like to say thanks for the amazing podcast you put together every week. Okay, he's won me over. I'm not <laughs> sure if you remember, you posted a Pokepoll on the 6th of January, 2020. Uh-oh, <laughs> we're sourcing stuff here. Asking us, what is our ideal community day for 2020? And I answered with Gibble. When Niantic announced that Gibble was going to be a community day for June of this year, I remember that particular Pokepoll. <laughs> I know I'm not technically correct, but I'll take it. I've attached a photo of my response to the Pokepoll. Couldn't send you audio of you saying it will never, never happen. But the timestamp is episode 76 (laughs) at 53 minutes and 15 seconds. I'll have to see if I can't pull that for the episode. Yeah, I need to go edit it. I'll have to do it. That'd be so good. Malcolm says the community days for this year. Fingers crossed for Gibble. Uh, We'll see. As much as I want that to be true, I just don't. It's not going to happen. Just, yeah, don't think so. <laughs> uh, are we just going to let everyone forget that Shiny Gibble is a thing now? Because I haven't forgotten. Uh, I, I did. I kind of forgot because I never see them. Yeah. Because how could you? I, I've still never hatched my own Gibble, so I don't know. Yeah. They still don't exist. At the start of this year, me and my friend Jordan set a goal of 200,000 catches by the end of 2021. 
I started off with 74,500. As of the 29th of June, I've caught just over 132,000. I'll give you monthly updates. Have a great day. Thanks, Malcolm. Wow, that's a that's a good amount of Pokemon caught. Yeah, really. In this is. one year, oh my god, almost doubled his Pokemon caught. That's that's very impressive. <laughs> it is, sure is. What's more impressive is the specific recall <laughs> with the timestamp of when uh, we put our foot in our mouth. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> so, pretty. It's pretty good though. It's very funny. But uh, thank you very much for the email, Malcolm, and appreciate you. Thanks. Next email is from Butta B, and they said, hey, Chris and Kyle, Butta B here. Happy three-year anniversary. I can't believe I've been listening for nearly a year. My account has been hacked, but it's okay as I've made a new one and have got a shiny Bidoof. Nice. I'm excited for the Tepig community today as I love Tepig, thanks to the anime, as it was the starter in the first episode that I watched. Also, Embor Shiny is so cool with the blue flames. Shiny vibes all, Butta B. Well, but be, I'm sorry to hear that your account got hacked. That's that's a big bummer. But with that shiny Badoof, you've pulled ahead of many, many a person, apparently, especially that person that Kyle had, oh had quoted, <laughs> caught like 1800, whatever it was. Good for <laughs> yeah. you. Also, I think we can all agree that Embor shiny is pretty sweet because of the blue flames. Yeah. And kind of like not a whole lot else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But thank you for the email. But be appreciate it. This next one is from Ben. Hey, Chris and Kyle, Mitch's friend here. (laughs) (laughs) I hope this email finds both of you well. Congrats on three years. I'm glad that I started listening to you guys this year. Keep up the awesome work. Listening to you while I'm at work makes work so much better. If you could, if you can make a go cast three years in game event, what would there be? What would spawn? What kind of stuff would be in raids? I'm interested in hearing this. Take care and cheers to another three years. Signed, Mitch's friend. His name is Ben. Thanks, Ben. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, wow. You Can, can it only be perks we have had in the past without inventing new ones? Uh, Sure. Three times Stardust. The only Pokemon that is spawning is Shelter for Ooh. the entirety of seven days. Seven okay. days. There's no other Pokemon spawning in the entire world except for Shelter. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's that's the whole event. Thank you. All right. Mine is <laughs> going to be community day length. It's going to be, you know, from like 11, well, the new community day length, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, it's going to feature two spawns. Uh, it's going to feature snubble in increased quantities <laughs> and breaking from tradition. They're going to bring over the, for the first time ever because they love everybody for this fairy themed <laughs> event. Uh, a regional it's going to be Klefki, <laughs> and and for the entire time it's going to be three times incubator effectiveness but the only thing that's going to drop is two kilometer eggs that also hatch stubble and Klefki. <laughs> uh, yep that's you, can't, the event. No, you can't do that because you started to build an event that both of us would not do and then you made it into an event that you would still do anyways. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but here's the thing. I would be hatching Snubble and Klefki hand over fist. And every single time I got a Snubble, I'd probably want to just punch my phone. And then every time you got a Klefki, you'd turn it over to me and be like, hey, like, look. look what I got, Kyle. 
<laughs> oh, I would. Oh, God. It'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. It'd be terrible. But there's a special research, and at the end, you get a Cyndaquil or a Gasly. You don't get both. You get one or the other. It's a coin flip. It's it's good, but it's still done in a way that's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, Professor Willow comes on, flips a coin. He's like, here you go. Here's your Gasly. You're like, oh. <laughs> anyway, Ben, thank you very much for your email. Appreciate it. Next email is from Lewis, and they said, hey, Chris and Kyle. You guys have done a wonderful job creating a community for your podcast. And after so long, I see that you love the game even more than ever. I found your podcast alongside Lured Up when I was at my lowest point in my life. I'm sure glad I was always listening to you guys talk about a common game every week. You guys have the best opinion out there. Which one of us? <laughs> it's not a competition, <laughs> Kyle, but it's clearly me. <laughs> You also inspired me to make my own, and I'm glad to share this awesome platform with you guys. Keep up the good work. Make sure to keep doing those goals and meet them or not. That's that's he's talking about me there. <laughs> Shiny vibes, and from your fellow podcaster Lewis from the Purified Podcast, which we'd recommend you go and check out for sure. Well, I'm sure Chris is real glad to encourage other people to start doing podcasts because yeah. that's something he loves. It's, it's it's a new one for me, but it's I'm glad that other people are are giving it a go as time goes on. I'm hoping you're getting some sort of existential thrill out of doing this. <laughs> I, I am. I think uh, it's really fun. You get to cross time and space to be somebody else's friend. It's neat. Every once in a while, it kind of hits me. I'm just like. There are people out there that like that actually do think that what I say about something when I'm upset is actually right. And I'm just like, okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Little do they know. (laughs) Little do they know. (laughs) Well, the next one's from R2 the Oldie. Hi, Chris and Kyle. They spelled it K-R-I-S and (laughs) C-H-Y-L-E. Still fine. Yeah. I want to congratulate you on three years. I first met Chris the Reap Up at GoFest 2019. Chris approached my girlfriend and I at the bar and gave us a card with the podcast info. Chris was extremely nice and welcoming. Are you sure that was me? I hadn't listened at the time, but did when I got back to Los Angeles and haven't missed an episode since. Your podcast inspired me to start my very own Pokemon Go podcast. It centers around BBP and spending way too much money in the game. If you were ever (laughs) bored, check us out at the Whale Lords with a Z podcast. Your podcast has only gotten better and better, and I wanted to say that I love the PvP corner with Fish and DeFi. Wishing you more years and more shiny ghosts and bugs. Signed at R2 the Oldie. Uh, okay, I just want to go ahead and say right now that I have only heard really good feedback about the PvP corner with Fish and DeFi. In fact, last sec, uh, last segment last week, I didn't tell you, Kyle. But uh, Fish was talking about how somebody had reached out to me like, hey, I really like you on GoCast. In fact, I only listened for the PvP corner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like, that. whoa, nice. <laughs> I was like, I mean, yeah. yikes to my feelings, but good for you. <laughs> <laughs> now, they've been an invaluable addition to the show, and it's, it makes me really happy to have more people that we're friends with part of our project. It's, it's really lovely. They're doing great work. But thank you for writing in, R2 the Oldie. Really appreciate it. Next email is from Blaze, and they said, Happy anniversary. I've been listening for a couple months now, and I have to say your podcasts are amazing. 
Whenever I'm bored or feel like listening to something, I always put on one of your podcasts and it never fails to entertain me. Keep up the good work. And once again, happy anniversary from Blaze. Well, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. I'm glad to be able to keep people entertained because I know that's that's what I get out of podcasts when I put them on for the most part nowadays. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't need information. Just 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 keep me entertained. I need I need to, all of the dopamine. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> yep. I'm right there with you. Um, but yeah, short and sweet. Thank you very much for the for the kind message. Appreciate it. Uh, this next and last email is from Kelvin. Don't forget, we do have one more voicemail. Kelvin wrote, hey, guys, how's it going on a scale of Panseer to Rillaboom? Is that like small monkey to big monkey? OK, yeah. Yeah. Uh. How big is Rillaboom? Is Rillaboom like eight feet tall or something? Rillaboom's pretty tall, right? Yeah. I don't actually know. I'm going to say like I'm an orangaroo right now. Orangaroo. Yeah. I, or Oranguru. Uh, I don't know what the how to say that one. I think it's orangaroo. Rillaboom is seven feet tall. Pretty tall. Um, I can't think of another monkey Pokemon that's like medium height. I'm like, like a, like a prime ape. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm yeah. like a primate right now. That's taller than Pansier, right? That's, is that that's a totally monkey or is it a pig? What? It's it's a primate. Yeah. Oh, and Mankey Monkey, I suppose. Yeah, but it does have a pig nose, right? It I'm does not crazy. have a pig nose, but that doesn't okay. matter. All right. All right. I'm just saying. I swear to God, if I look up primate and it's monkey-like uh, <laughs> or pig-like. It's the pig monkey Pokemon. It's the pig monkey Pokemon? It's the pig monkey Pokemon. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. For the first time in history, we're both wrong and we're both right. Amazing. Uh, cut cut the tape. We can end the episode right there. That's he, We've made history. He is not pig-like, though he is just a simian Pokemon. So, <laughs> Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyways. This may be an unpopular opinion, but the second day of GoFest isn't selling me yet. With Mewtwo and Raids beforehand, the main one people will be going for, and no new Legendary Shinies being released, I can't say I'm that interested. I mean, I'll use all the free raid passes, but I don't think I'll be doing any more. That being said, the reemergence of Defense Form Deoxys is very exciting for me. Hopefully, I'll finally be able to get a Great League one. My only others are 1700 CP+, and it breaks my heart every time I look at them. But it seems a bit strange that's coming back out before EX Raids return anyways have a good one and never forget it's coming home kelv cooks custard resident average player badoof vibes all no badoof vibes yes no it, it's coming for thursday's gonna happen whether you'd like it or not kyle it, i mean yes but i won't i just don't have to turn the game on i could do <laughs> okay. that i am, I am text at work you screenshots t- all day <laughs> i am at work from 10 a.m to 6 p.m so mm, mm-hmm and then as soon as I get home, we're streaming. So I actually have an excuse to not play it. <laughs> true, true, true. That said, I think Chris and I have kind of missed a little bit about the GoFest Day 2 downsides. Both of us are very positive on the raid day. It's just fun. We don't mind spending money on the game, so it's not really that big a deal. But there are people out there for sure that don't want to spend the money or can't spend the money, which is understandable. Or they're just not a huge fan of raids. That's the, Those people also are out there. 
And the day two is kind of lackluster because of that. And we just haven't really kind of shined any light on that. So I just want to point out that I definitely see the feelings people have towards that. But it's still really cool. You get 21 free raid passes. 23 if you plan it out, right? Yes. But like you get those two anyways. 21 are actually because of the five dollars you spent. But anyway, thank you for your email, Kelvin. Much appreciated. Um, and yeah, Badoo Fives. Absolutely. Um, and we've got one more voicemail to play here. Uh, it's your boy, Mitch. Hey, what's up, Chris and Kyle? Um, I'm calling in this week because, well, I just don't feel like writing an email right now. Um, so uh, my week has been less full of Badoof than I would have hoped. Uh, I'm calling in right before the last two days of the event. So it's kind of been uh, not as much Badoof as I would have liked to be seeing uh, in a breakout event. But, I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe it will be everything is a Badoof tomorrow. Uh, but, you know, who knows? Um, yeah, I've been playing a little bit. I did a couple raids, as you'll see in my goals. I have just been going to work, just kind of chilling out, getting ready for the fall at school and later this summer go fast everything uh everything's going as uh as as kyle says going well actually all yeah no it's going great you know what summer's great anyway so let's see my old goals from last week were shiny gigas and badoof i did snag the reggie gigas he's blue and beautiful i did a mirror trade so he's lucky now i have a shiny lucky to max up to 50 one day uh, Shiny Badoof was was a no for me, but I'm hoping here uh, in the next two days, perhaps two million XP. Just about, yeah. Right now, I am at. Hold on, let's see here. I'm putting my app. Uh, 128 million. So, uh, pretty good. Yeah, that's that's about right. Rank 15 in GBL. I did not get that because I don't really like Ultra League. Uh, I but I I did play more than I thought I would. So. I'm um, rank 14. Uh, my team is XL, Talonflame, um, Escavalier, and a third Pokemon, which I'm looking at now. His name is oh, it's hashtag Shrimp Gang. Yo, the shiny Gyarados with uh, his proper moves. <laughs> uh, so let's go for next week. Let's do. Let's keep shiny Bidoof. We'll do one million XP. About rank. 20 in GBL. I'll shoot high for this one. Uh, oh, wait. And uh, Shiny Tepic. Um, oh. <laughs> How can I make Chris one-up me? Um, uh, let's do... I'll do 41 Shiny Tepic is going to be my goal. Let's go, let's go crazy. Oh my let's go, gosh. Chris. Let's do that 42. The meaning of life. All right, y'all. That's okay. all I got. Um Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, thanks for another show. Uh, Shiny vibes all. And bye. (laughs) 42 Uh, Shiny Tepig. Okay. (laughs) Well, we got opportunities. We got opportunities. We have an exciting time planned for Saturday. It's true. I'm very excited uh, for it. So we'll see. But. Thank, thank you very much, Mitch. Um, and sorry to hear about your Bidoof-related woes. I hope you're able to get some and maybe snag a shiny one on Thursday during Bidoof Day. Sounds like uh, you'll have no shortage of opportunity <laughs> that day for sure. But 
That's the end of the emails and voicemail section. As always, we end with Mitch's call or email. So thank you very much again, Mitch. Um, if you would like to send an email like these fine folks did, you can to mail at gocastpodcast.com. If you'd like to send us a voicemail, it's a lot of fun. We play it live and then we, you know, react to it in time and it goes in the show. It's fantastic. You can send a voicemail, call in to 262-586-7717. Visit our website, which I actually updated today. First <laughs> time in like two and a half months. Uh, gocastpodcast.com. Take a little visit there for all things GoCast including a link to our merchandise store, which I mentioned had a bunch of designs from a listener of the show, member of our community, patron and good friend of ours, Modders. So please go ahead and check that out if you're so inclined. Um, And Kyle also updated our logo. So we have an updated logo shirt on there as well. It's really nice. Thanks again for that, Kyle. Um, You can follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. If you'd like to help support the show and join our Patreon community, you can do so via Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash go cast podcast uh one dollar a month gets you access to our patron community which is arguably i think just basically objectively at this point in time the best perk that we have available for people and shout out to our elite trainer tier patrons cyprian bow daniel zek walker andrew chad robert laurie sports michael ozzy ted and tish thank you very much for your generous patronage we appreciate you helping us keep the digital lights on Every single week, week after week, you're the best. The MVPs, if you will. The most valuable Pokemasters. Let's just say that. Uh, No reviews to read this week, but if you'd like for us to read a review of yours in the future, you can just leave one. It's free. Why don't you? You can leave us a review on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, that sort of stuff. Stitcher, whatever you might be listening on, except for Spotify. I'm going to lose my mind when they show up. Really? I'm just going to throw you, a personal party. I'm going to throw, throw a personal party for sure. <laughs> I'm not going to notice. And Chris is going to like text me furiously. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I can't what, wait. What, what if I text you like on Friday and tell you that it was added and you're like, what? I'm going to want to know how you knew before I did. Cause I'm on like every mailing list they have. So <laughs> they, they, they dropped it without announcing it. That'd be, I'd be so mad. I'd be mad. <laughs> Be very happy, but also kind of angry. <laughs> I want to celebrate anyway. That's the end of the show. All we've got to do now is set some goals, Kyle. So don't forget, we've also got Tet Pig Community Day, as Mitch already reminded us. So, okay, you ready? What's it going to be? I'm ready. First off, do one tier five Badoof raid. <laughs> okay. Mostly because, again, I am actually going to be working the entire time, or I would probably. Do a couple more. Do, let's say, five defense form Deoxys, just because I don't even think I have one of that form. Okay. And my shiny goal for Tepic Day is the meaning of life, the universe, and everything. So, 42. You're also going to do 42. Well, yeah. Okay. Are you trying to edge me out into 43? Maybe. But also 42 is a good number. So 42 is a good number. All right. So those three goals. Yes. All right. Sounds good to me. Uh, I've set four for myself. Uh, Two million experience before next week. I'm currently at 12.7. So 14.7 is what I'm looking for. Uh, Back up to six million stardust. I'm halfway back up to that uh, from my dip down into the 5.15 territory. 
So with the Stardust bonus on Tepic Community Day, I think I'll be in good shape. 42 shiny Tepig. I'm going to keep it. It'll be kind of fun to have the same goal as Kyle. We used to do that on community days. It was like, you know, 10 or 20 or whatever it was for a while. Um, I'm going to keep that. It'll be fun. I, uh, I'm still going to beat you. Okay. We'll see we'll how see. it goes. We'll, we'll see, see how it goes. I actually have no control over that. It's, it's random, but ab- gonna- yeah, absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. um and i would like to hatch 50 eggs next week and do a lot of walking hopefully on community day so it'll be fun all right that's a show that's that's three years of shows it is three years of shows uh yeah happy happy 151 happy three years kyle thanks so much for putting up with me for three years appreciate it thanks for doing all of the editing oh you're gonna make me cry yeah yeah dude (laughs) absolutely my my pleasure (laughs) okay well thank you very much to your listener whether you've been with us for all of our episodes or if this is your very first one we're very happy to have you here and thank you so much for listening all the way to the end we'll see you next week for episode 152 bye-bye bye